0: All right. All right. Join the journey, family, friends, and guests. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining today. We are reading Proverbs 15. But before we dive in, quick announcement. Feel like a broken record a little bit at this point, but Join the Journey journals are for sale. So if you're just jumping in with us and more screen time is the last thing you need, we've got you covered. We're offering journals for both adults and kids, which you can find on Amazon. And this year, there's even more commentary and additional resources to help aid you in your study of God's Word. And that journal is going to track with each day of Joy in the Journey, as well as give you a space to take notes on Sunday mornings. But all of that said, I am here in the podcast studio with a good friend, Mr. Reese Tomberlin.
1: What's up, everyone?
0: Reese, glad to have you here. Thanks for jumping in. Hey, for those who don't know you, Would you share a little bit about how you came to know the Lord and then what you're up to today?
1: Yeah, yeah. So a little bit about my story. Uh, I grew up in a Christian household and I was very fortunate um, to have two parents that just love the Lord dearly. And so I was saved at a young age. I was saved at five years old.
0: That's pretty Uh, young.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so being saved at a young age, you know, you don't fully understand what it looks like to walk out the faith. And so I would say growing up, I had a very legalistic faith. I uh, did a lot of things morally right in the, in the eyes of man, but I uh, really missed the why uh, behind why I would do those things. And so what that turned into is just a performance mindset. And so going through middle school and high school, just tried to be, uh, you know, living that performance-driven life and doing all these things morally right, and it just wasn't enough because I wasn't clean to the why of why I was doing that. It was always like, hey, you shouldn't do this because your mom and dad told you and so forth. And so towards the end of high school, went through a three-month phase where I was just like, you know what? I keep on failing in these things like this. I'm just going to try and see what the world offers. And so tried that route. It was fun for a time being, but it let it led me to such an empty place uh, where the truly there was just no life. And so an analogy that was really helpful to me that a couple mentors at the time uh, told me was around if you have a two-lane road, you have um, lines in the middle, lines on the outside, and you have those lines to protect yourself and to pre- protect yourselves from others. And so in the same way, God has outlined things in scripture that are for good and also to protect others as well. And so that really shifted for me as far as like my why of like, hey, I'm, I'm actually doing these things for God's glory, and they're also helping me and helping others. And so through that, I had a couple of those guys that continued to mentor me uh, in the next two years of community college, and really just changed my perspective of what it looks like to walk out the faith. And so went off to University of Oklahoma, did three years there, got involved with the church, and it was incredible. And wanted to continue that after college, moved down to Dallas and, uh, you know, got involved with Watermark. And I've Mm -hmm. been here ever since.
0: And you're 28? 28, yeah. 28. And what do you do
1: for work? I'm in software consulting.
0: Which Uh, no one really knows what that means. Yeah,
1: no one really knows what that is. Um, High level, I work for a company called Slalom. Uh, We help with business strategy and technology transformation. If you really want to know what I do day to day, it would take 30 minutes. <laughs> hey,
0: it's cool. You know, I don't even know
1: if I could explain it.
0: Reese, the software consultant, is here today yeah. to talk with us about Proverbs 15, specifically verse 11. If you're following along in the journal, that was printed at the bottom of the page. And so, Reese, I'm going to let you take it away. Okay. What you got for us. Verse yeah. 11.
1: Verse 11. I, I think it'd be helpful to reread it. Um, so, the first couple words, they're actually Hebrew. So, Sheol and Abaddon lie open before the Lord, how much more the hearts of the children of man. And so let's go ahead and break that down. And so you're probably wondering, what the heck is Sheol in Abaddon? So Sheol is Hebrew for place of the dead. Um, this actually appears 66 times in the Old Testament. Wow. So that's a lot. And then the equivalent of this in Greek would be Hades. Uh, so you, you'll see the equivalent of that um, as well. Uh, in the New Testament. Hmm. Now, Abaddon is a different word, meaning place of destruction. And so, the Greek equivalent of that word would be Apollyon. So, Abaddon doesn't appear as much in the Bible. It actually appears six times in the Old Testament. Wow,
0: significantly less.
1: Significantly less. And then one time in the New Testament in Revelation 9-11. But what you need to know about that word is that it is place of destruction. And so when we look at this, uh, we break it down. So it says, Sheol and Abaddon lie open before the Lord. And so we look at that, we're like place of the dead and place of destruction, lie open before the Lord. And so when we look at that, it's actually really helpful to look at Proverbs 15 verse three, because it kind of sheds light to this verse. And so it says, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. And so you pair that with Proverbs 15, 11, and you see the first part that God has, has insight into everything. He sees mm. heaven, he sees hell, and he sees everything in between. So there's nothing out of sight for God. And now when we move to the second part of this verse, it says, how much more are the hearts of the children of man? And so you hear this attribute of God called omniscient which is that God is all-knowing. You can look in like Psalms 147.5, which talks about the infinite understanding of God. So if God can see the place of dead and destruction, how much more can he also see the hearts of men? So God is all-knowing. He sees the things that we cannot see. And so if he can see all those things, how much more can he see you and see your heart?
0: I love it, Reese. Any final thoughts or you feel good?
1: No, I, th- I think that's good. There's... There's some other scripture that you can like tie in to Proverbs 15, 11.
0: Hit us with it. We got time. Okay. What you got?
1: So when we think about uh, God, just as far as him seeing the hearts of men, I think it's always really cool that scripture is repetitive. And so you see it earlier in 1 Kings 8:38 8, 30, 8 through 39, uh, where just for context, this is where there, the tribes of Israel are being brought together as the Ark of the Covenant is being brought to the temple. And so I'll take it away in verse 38 and 39. So we'll just read through this real quick. Whatever prayer, whatever plea is made by any man or by all of your people of Israel, each knowing the affliction of his own heart and stretching out his hands towards his house, then here in heaven, your dwelling place and forgive and act and render to each whose heart you know, according to all of his ways. For you, you alone, know the hearts and all the children of mankind. And so we see this uh, this idea that God knows the heart of man. And specifically in this verse, it talks about the heart of the children of mankind. And so it's really cool to see how God's attributes and His character are consistent.
0: That's good, Reese. Give me a personal example there. How has this scripture or this idea that God sees all things played out in your own life?
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's easy to... Um, in the Christian life to sometimes just feel alone and feel like you're not being seen. Um, and God, God is with you and God is, uh, in times where I feel like I am alone, uh, He is always there and He is always faithful to me. And uh, in spite of my circumstances, in spite of who I am as a sinner, God is always there and He's always with me. Um, and so just to reiterate, God knows and sees everything. There's nothing you can hide from God and God will never hide from you. God knows all and He sees all. It's
0: good, Reese. Thank you for being here yeah, for sharing with of us today. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe. Because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.